Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord have mercy upon us. Lord Lord be with you. 
Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, not to mind earthly things, but to love things heavenly. And even now, while we are placed among things that are passing away, to cleave to those that shall abide, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Wisdom of Solomon. But ungodly men by their words and deeds summon death. Considering him a friend, they pinned away, and they made a covenant with him, because they are fit to belong to his party. For they reasoned unsoundly, saying to themselves, Short and sorrowful is our life, and there is no remedy, remedy when a man comes to his end, and no one has been known to return from Hades. Let us lie in wait for the righteous man because he is inconvenient to us and opposes our actions. He approaches us for sins and against the law and accuses us of sins against our training. He professes to have knowledge of God and calls himself a child of the Lord. He became to us a reproof of our thoughts and the very sight of him is a burden to us because he is of the manner of his life is unlike that of others and his ways are strange. We are considered by him as something base, and he avoids our ways unclean. He calls the last end of the righteous happy and boasts that God is his father. Let us see if his words are true, and let us test what will happen at the end of his life. For if the righteous man is God's son, he will help him and will deliver him from the hands of his adversaries. Let us test him with insult and torture, that we may find how gentle he is and make trial of his forbearance. Let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to what he says, he will be protected. Thus they can, let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to what he says, he will be protected. Thus they reasoned, but he were led astray, for their wickedness blinded them. They did not know the secret purposes of God, nor for the hope of wagers of holiness, nor discern for prize or for blameless souls. The word of the Lord.
reading from James. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good life, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This wisdom is not, this wisdom is not such as comes from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where jealousy and selfish ambition, ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, then gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, without uncertainty or insincerity. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. The word of the Lord. be with you. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to Saint Mark. Glory to you Lord Christ. Jesus and his disciples went on and passed through Galilee and Jesus would not have anyone know it for he was teaching his disciples saying to them the Son of Man will be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and when he is killed after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying, and they were afraid to ask him. And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they were silent. For on the way, they had discussed with one another who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
I have always heard that you will never be lonely from the start of each day to its end if you walk life's pathway with love in your heart and side by side with a friend. I kept this in mind as I prepared to begin the walk of a lifetime. This walk was the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage to the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela. The Apostle St. James the Great walked this trail and is laid to rest in the cathedral. The way of St. James has been one of the most important Christian pilgrimages since medieval times and it existed for over a thousand years. In the early 1980s, only a couple thousand pilgrims a year arrived in Santiago. However, today, hundreds of thousands of Christian and non-Christian pilgrims set out from their homes or from popular starting points across Europe. You may walk, ride horseback, horseback or bike. The whole trail is approximately 780 kilometers long. On Wednesday, July 11, 2012, I, along with my fellow EYCers, began the journey of a lifetime to Spain. We all gathered here at the church around 7.30 a.m. and then drove to New Orleans, where we boarded a plane that was headed to Miami, Florida. From there, we flew to 10 to 11 hours to Madrid, Spain. When we arrived at the Madrid airport, it was around noon, and with there being a seven-hour time difference, many of us lost almost a whole day's worth of rest. Gary, our Australian tour guide, met us at the airport. From there, we rode by bus to our hostel named Hostel Persau. Once I reached my room and looked out at the city from the balcony, I was in awe. The buildings were beautiful with unique architecture and the streets were somewhat busy and filled with many musicians. We ate lunch in the park once we were settled at the hostel. Right after lunch, we toured a few parts of the city and then a museum. I would tell you what famous artwork was featured there, but I honestly don't know because I was sleepwalking. Some of us were majorly jet-lagged. That night, we ate dinner at a place named Ginger's. The next morning, we woke up around 8 o'clock and ate breakfast at the hostel. From there, we left to tour Madrid. The first place we toured was the Prince's Palace. It was beautiful and very interesting. Next, we walked to Madrid's cathedral that was absolutely stunning. Everything was bright and colorful. We then got on the bus and went to go tour another art museum. We ate lunch in a different park and then went to the tour of the soccer stadium that is home to the team Real Madrid. We ended the day by eating dinner at La Torina, which was a matador obsessive restaurant where many of us tried new foods, including squid. We woke up early the next morning to eat breakfast and load the bus to begin our journey to Saria. After three hours of riding on the bus, we stopped in Lyon. Lyon was personally one of my favorite places we visited. It was the cutest town I've ever seen. The Cathedral de Santa Maria was located here and was absolutely breathtaking. It had the largest collection of stained glass windows in Spain and the second largest in Europe. The next town we visited was the home of the 12th century Knights Templar Castle. After another three hours on the bus, we reached Hotel Acavilla, de Saria, and had Eucharist. Sunday the 15th was the first day of our walk. This was the morning that our 80 miles began. We started this day off by waking up very early and eating breakfast. While eating breakfast, we had morning prayer and then began our walk at kilometer marker 112. Miss Catherine really wanted us to focus on the first few miles of the walk. Therefore, there was no unnecessary talking and a lot of quiet time. Many of us at this time still did not know what we were going to focus on during the walk. I decided just to let my thoughts thoughts flow and think about the first thing that came to mind. The first thing that I thought about was someone who is my rock, best friend, and my whole heart. 
The special person is my mom. She has always been there for me no matter what, and I could never thank her enough for everything that she has done for me. So for the first few hours, I thought about how I'm, I coming on this trip without her was the best for both of us. We both needed to realize that we could survive a little while without each other. For the rest of the day, I began thinking about how I could make my relationship stronger with my close family and friends. Once we were able to talk, many of us had long discussions that went really deep and personal sometimes. It was hard to focus on these discussions, though, because of the surroundings around us that were so gorgeous. The trails were mainly dirt roads, and we went through mainly countryside. After walking around 17 miles that day, we made it to our hotel. Let us note that Riri, or as you all know her, Mallory, came in first place and was the winner. She stayed in the very front all day and would pretty much spaz out if anyone passed her. She went to the extreme of running the last mile or so, I think, couldn't see her. That night for dinner, we ate chicken, collard green and potato soup, and french fries at the hotel. We went, had a group meeting immediately following dinner where we discussed our highlights for the day. Then we finally went to bed after a very tiring day. The next morning, Miss Gina knocked on our door and announced that three members of our group had suddenly become sick and that they weren't going to be able to join us on the trail. Even though a few people were sick, this was still a special day. It was Meredith's birthday. This day's walk was still mainly in the countryside and had beautiful scenery. We stopped along the way at little cafes to get drinks and snacks. Once lunchtime rolled around, two or more people had to leave the Camino to take a taxi to the next hotel because they were feeling sick also. A few miles passed and then a couple others began to feel sick, but these few kept walking. Near the end of this day's walk, we walked an extra four miles to visit an old church that was built in the 600s. We then reached the log cabins where we were staying and ate dinner, and it was our first somewhat American meal, hamburgers. Many of us woke up the next morning feeling really tired and unmotivated, except for Mr. Fred Vial. He was more than ready to begin walking. I remember the smile on his face, and he was trying to get us all to just get pumped up for the walk that day. Note that two others did not join us this day due to illness, though. This seemed to be the hardest day because we were all so sore and tired and worried about those who were sick. With all of these things running through my mind, I thought about Joshua 1.9, which says, For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I thought of this because God was helping us get through this day because he was with us every step of the way. This thought was really motivating, and I thought to myself, why am I complaining? I'm healthy and able to take the opportunity to walk this pilgrimage with a wonderful group with the hope of coming even closer to God, and I'm not helping myself out by complaining. When I began thinking about all of this, my pain suddenly went away. I instead began to think only positive thoughts because I knew that I had God right beside me taking every step that I took. Some laughter came upon us later in the day when I embarrassed myself majorly in front of a huge group of Spanish people. I thought it would be friendly to say hey to them, and then I said, hola, instead of hola. And I don't know why it came out like that, but it did, and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> They were all laughing out loud and pointing at me, <laughs> so I just kept walking. After walking 11 hours that day, we reached our hotel. Not only were we happy to reach the hotel, but to also find out that the people who were sick were feeling much better. We walked what seemed to be like another 30 miles to reach the place where we were eating dinner, and Gary kept saying, it's just around the corner. And it was never just around the corner. The next day, the people who were sick earlier in the week joined us again on the Camino. This day seemed to be very easy and relaxing as we walked through wooded areas. We stopped at a few cafes and snacks again. Before we knew it, we were finished walking for the day because we had picked up our pace. 
We had grape time right before dinner, and then we went to sleep pretty early to prepare ourselves for the busy day ahead of us. Day five of walking, the day that we had all been waiting for. We woke up very early to eat breakfast and get a head start because we were on a schedule. We needed to reach the Cathedral of Santiago by 11.15. We had morning prayer once again and then began our 10 kilometers. Mallory was back to the front this day and walked extremely fast. We were all trying to keep up because we were on a time crunch and we all knew that we were so close to the end. After about an hour of walking, we reached the statue that was located around 10 minutes away from Santiago. This statue was on the very top of a hill and you could see the whole city of Santiago from this point. But we only thought we were near the end because Gary kept saying, it's just around the corner, guys. We walked for another 20 minutes, stopping here and there as Gary explained the history of different monuments and sites. Once I saw the cathedral, I wanted to cry. It was breathtaking. It's almost hard to describe the feeling that came upon me. Seeing it made me have an even more positive thought in my head about walking that far. We arrived right in time for mass and got perfect seats to watch the huge thurible swing from side to side. I think the best part of the mass was watching Father Jeff's face when the thurible was swinging. That night, when we went, we went to get our Camino certificates. To receive this, you had to present your Camino passport and stamps. We collected these stamps along the way at different cathedrals and cafes as proof that we did walk the trail. We stayed the night in Santiago's monastery, which is the second largest in Spain. The next day, we took the bus to Finisterre, which is on the coastline and had beautiful beaches. The next morning, we woke up at 4.15 a.m. to get ready to make our departure home. After three different plane rides and 27 hours of traveling, we made it home safely. This trip helped me in so many different ways. I learned how to forgive people easier and to not take so many things to heart. I would not have rather taken this trip with any other group. I love my youth group so much and I feel like I became closer to every single person that is in the group on this trip. We really appreciate all of you who supported us and allowed this trip to happen. And I would also like to say that if you have not done this pilgrimage, it is the perfect place to go and let go of everything and just start fresh. It is the perfect place to find God and let him walk with you every step of the way and throughout your life. Gracias and buen camino. Standing, let us affirm our faith in God and in his holy church. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten.
With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above, for the loving kindness of God, and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the world, for the welfare of the Holy Church of God, and for the unity of all peoples, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Duncan, our bishop, Jeffrey, our priest, and for all clergy and people, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Barack, our president, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the city of Laurel, Jones County, and for every city and community, and for those who live in them, let us pray to the Lord. For the good earth which God has given us, and for the wisdom and will to conserve it, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the aged and infirm, for the widowed and orphans, and for the sick and the suffering, especially Erica Adams, Alfredo Adam, Kay Anderson, Donna Applewhite, John Barnett, Dewey Blackledge, Mike Blandford, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, Adam Buckaloo, James Ray Bush, Luca Seraldo, Mary Craft, Sylvia Ellis, Ethan Estes, Sean Eubanks, Linda Fontenot, Michelle Gibson, Caitlin Graham, John Pilgrim Heligaloo, Billy Hankins, Hal Hedrick, Bill Hersom, John Jeffries, Leroy Jensen, Lynn Jenkins Lindsay, Pat Killen, Mary Lou Lott, Della McAllister, Cameron McLaurin, Faye McGinnis, Jean Miller, Mike Mink, Mara Murray, Whitney Pickering, Yarbrough Piper, Nidra Pruitt, Jenny Lu Kwong, Catherine Rich, Ashley Rogers, Dawn Russell, Mary Rutledge, Diane Scott, Doyle Scott, Aline Sims, Dawn Smith, Ella Smith, Wendy Sneed, Carolyn Ruth Stanzel, Deputy Tony Stiles, Joyce Thames, Martha Jane Tyler, Susan Vetter, Mary Wade, Shirley Waldrop, Dan Walters, Donna and Milton Wheeler, Erlene Wright, and Lisa Worrell. Let us pray to the Lord. For your handmaids with child, especially Elizabeth Hancock, and for all those ce celebrating birthdays this week, especially Marcy, Marcy Sarah, Mike Cockrell, Sandy Creel, Bonnie Jones, Lisa Morgan, Sarah Sensenig, March, Marge West, and Lindsay Williams. Also for those celebrating anniversaries this week, 
especially Michael and Hillary Burroughs, and Jeff and Chris Gallagher. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balsazard, Chase Bradshaw, John Brewer, Michael Buechler, Michael Cahill, Mark Carter, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Halloway, Scott Howell, Eric Jarmillo, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Harold Russell, Michael Thomas, Joe Vinson, James Warner, Mark Waters, and Wyatt Welch. Let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who have died in the hope of the resurrection, and for all the departed, let us pray to the Lord. For deliverance from all danger, violence, oppression, and degradation, let us pray to the Lord. For the absolution and remission of our sins and offenses, let us pray to the Lord. That we may end our lives in faith and hope, without suffering and without reproach, let us pray to the Lord. Defend us, deliver us, and in thy compassion protect us, O Lord, by thy grace. In the communion of St. John and of all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all our life to Christ our God. O blessed Jesus, who hast redeemed us to God by thy blood and hast consecrated us in baptism to be temples of the Holy Spirit, make us, we beseech thee, both in body and soul, meet for thy dwelling place, that our hearts may be houses of prayer and praise, of pure desires and holy thoughts of thee, whose we are and whom we serve, and to whom be glory now and forevermore. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We cannot love you with our whole heart. We cannot love our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us. 
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to St. John's. You may, uh, you may be seated. Uh, it's a privilege and pleasure to have those of you who may be visiting us or are here for Youth Sunday. Uh, it's, it's great to have you with us, and we hope uh, you feel welcomed. Uh, please know this week, uh, or tomorrow specifically, uh, the ECW will hold uh, their monthly luncheon at 12 o'clock. So ladies of the parish, you're all invited and encouraged to attend. Uh, and the rest of the schedule uh, for the week uh, is in the bulletin, and, and there's nothing uh, particularly outstanding in that or, or out of the ordinary. Uh, but uh, please do note that upcoming uh, next Sunday, September 30th, uh, to celebrate the solemnity of St. Michael and all angels, uh, we will do so with an even song and benediction of the Blessed Sacrament that evening at 5. Uh, then Saturday, October the 6th, we'll have the blessing of the animals here on the parish lawn, uh, and I believe that's at 9 or 9.15. Uh, so please do make note of those and all the other upcoming things. Uh, I would like to, to, to thank uh, Taylor Herring today. She did an outstanding job uh, with her reflection on Santiago. So we're good. <laughs> as, she, as she now bless, uh, blushes and... Uh, I'd like to thank all the youth for their wonderful job and for their devotion. Uh, we have a very, very talented group of young folks in this parish, a very pious and dedicated young group of folks, and it's a, uh, I have uh, the pleasure and privilege of, of working with them a good bit, and they're always impressive. Uh, and my wife, Catherine, uh, and, uh, leads them along with the help of Rick, our, Rick Burson, our senior warden, and she, I guess she would like to say a few words? Oh, we need me to say a few words. Okay, I was, uh, okay, uh, okay, Leroy and Marines uh, had a great granddaughter today, I guess I'm told, so uh, we celebrate today uh, the birth of Wren Keating Rogers, uh, so if you see Leroy and Marine, be sure to congratulate them, and uh, we give thanks for the birth. Uh, other than that, I, I think that's all the announcements today, so uh, please, please be sure after the service to, to, uh, to congratulate our youth on, on, on the job they do for this parish, and the ministry they have here among us. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God.
this parish. We ask God's mercy and grace upon their lives. May they prosper, live long, be successful, and most of all, and above all else, be filled with virtue and of good character. We offer intentions for the youth of this world as well, remembering especially those who are unwanted and unloved, those who live in conditions that crush the soul. May your mercy be with them and may your holy angels protect them. And may the souls of all the faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace.
to the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters, through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him and with him I have been in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory of yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen.
Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty and ever-living God, we thank Oh, okay.